darkness has descended upon the city, and the creatures of the night have begun to stir. This is the time when the veil between the realms of the living and the dead is the thinnest, and all that is is not what it appears to be. Like a lone sentinel, one candle flickers in the night, revealing all that lurks in the darkness. This is Ghost Chronicles, Book of Shadows. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles, Book of Shadows. I am Ron Cole, that lone candle in the darkness, searching the truth. And with me, my spiritual guide, West Coast Witch, Mala Brooks. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm no guide, but you can follow me. You can get lost with me. What, 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 I mean, what do they call those wizards that, like, advise the kings and stuff? Not that I'm a king. You mean the druids back then? Way no, back not then? the druids. Any, oh. any of those. You see them everywhere. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe, don't know. maybe Victoria knows. Jump in, Victoria. <laughs> oh, yeah. Joining us now is uh, somebody else from California. Uh, the lovely uh, medium, Victoria Gross. Well, thank you for that nice introduction. Hello. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. And to answer your question, I have no idea who those people would be that do that with the key. All right, we're all in the same wavelength. Yeah, there we go. We know nothing. (laughs) I know nothing. Well, I know something, but yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, anyways, it's it's weird, Victoria, because I just you just popped in my head, which is why I asked Marla to if she knew who you were because. I don't know why, and uh, yeah, so you were well, meant to be a, you were meant to be on this show. Well, thank you. I hope I didn't hurt your head too hard when I popped in. No. So, <laughs> but thank you very much for having me. So, how would you describe yourself? Is just the medium? Just the medium? As a witch? As a witchy medium, or what? You know, I really have a lot of definitions to myself, and I have a lot of definitions of, uh, you know, the spiritual realm I work with. So I am a medium. I am a psychic. Um, I do ghost investigations. I do productions of ghost shows. Um, I am a witch. So there's a lot of different aspects to who I am. So I, I probably have a hard time describing myself, but I think I've had a hard time describing myself my whole life. Looking back, it explains my life growing up, but I was never one of those people that said, oh, I was psychic since I was three years old and I've always talked to dead people. No, you know, I did not even do that or start experiencing things, being aware of what I was experiencing, let's say, until the mid-80s when I uh, started going to a spiritualist church. And I picked the name I had just moved to a new city here in Southern California, and I was looking for a church, and the name of the church was Corona Light, and I'm like, hey, that's the name of a beer. I'll go to that church. (laughs) (laughs) Corona Light. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and they're no longer there, but they were wonderful, and that's where I started my training. I know, the, the coronavirus killed them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, they've been out of, they've been out of, yeah, for a long, long time. And then I was trained over, uh, just through different people here and also over at the, uh, Arthur's Finley College in Stansted, England. 
Ah, so you went to Finley too. I know a lot of people that went there and uh, it's always intrigued me, but I have no reason. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you're aware of it, but I've been studying the red light seance for 14 years, 13 years, whatever it is. Uh, every week we, we have a circle that meets and we, you know, videotape it and record it. And it, the idea is to try to understand uh, physical mediumship. And it, it's a, it's a modality that really intrigues me, but there's very little, very little proof about it. There's a lot of uh, fraudulent information about it, but uh, yeah, you know, very little. I mean, what do you know about it? Well, I mean, I think you're right. There's a lot of uh, fraudulent information and we're in a different time. Physical mediumship really took place, you know, back at the turn of the last century, late, you know, late 1800s, early 1900s. Mm-hmm. But as we come into the uh, Aquarian age, and I mean the age of air, internet, everything is the mind. Most of the mediums now are mental mediums. And sometimes that could be really challenging to find out, you know, what's true and what is it. Uh, you know, the phenomena with the physical medium, and I like the red light seances, and I've done those, and, and I, you know, I'd love to find a circle to do that here. The thing is, is that it's very hard on the body, very hard on the body. All of this energy comes through the endocrine system, and it affects us tremendously. So sometimes it's, you know, people say, yeah, I'm a physical medium, and it may be because it can be a hype for them or may not, you know, r- real stuff. But as far as I'm concerned, for me personally, uh, I mean, I like going to those seances because to me they're learning, but I I know what the, the energy does to the body and that we really want to be careful of how we work with this. Uh, there is a, a excellent book. It's a very old book, a hundred years old, by uh, Corinne Helene, and it's called Occult Anatomy. And it, she really explains a lot of that. Of course, she was a Rosicrucian, so a lot of that came out of the Rosicrucian teaching about how this all affects the body. Mm-hmm. Did that answer and your question? <laughs> it 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 does and it doesn't because the 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 aspect of physical leadership, and I, and I don't mean physical mediumship as it happens through a medium but physical mediumship as a spirit actually integrate uh interacts with us in the physical world versus a spiritual in other words a mental mediumship you, you sit there and, and you say well you got your cousin on here and he's telling me this and he's there so everything goes through the medium and then the physic the early physical mediumships where you actually put the uh, the medium in a cabinet and, and you and that stuff. I mean, that's it right. still goes through as she trans she channels and so forth. But the aspect that it really intrigues me more than anything is the ability of the spirit to move objects in the room, everything from the spirit, uh, trumpet to uh, you know, whatever else that's particularly in there to, to even even to uh the table uh table tipping or table right. tapping so that aspect really intrigues me because that's more of spirit interacting directly 
in our world versus going through a medium. Right. Well, when I think of physical mediumship, I think of the going through the medium. The other is like just the other day, I picked up a little stone off of the counter and I went to walk. I went to walk out in the yard to put it in the plant. And it was completely out of my hands. And those, it was gone, completely vanished. And I didn't drop it. So those of us who work in the paranormal, and this is our life, we, we know that every day something happens. You know, I mean, our life is paranormal because something will happen or, or whatever. I don't look at that particularly as being physical mediumship. Physical, I think we can get confused, and it could get confusing with the terminology but maybe the terminology is changing and I just haven't caught up with it either too. No, I mean, it's the, the spirit still works through the people involved in the table, but the, the, the really part that intrigues me, of course, is, is the actual movement of objects in our room. Yes. You can have right. paranormal activity where, where yeah things happen i mean they the i forget the word transporting a trans whatever it's called yeah, and, yeah. yeah but you know it's you know you, you have something that disappears and reappears somewhere else uh could be old age yeah. but whatever anyways uh that that type of thing happens but when you have it under the controlled situation it's totally different yeah i agree with you yeah yeah but anyway, so I don't know. It's just just something that really intrigues me. Uh, the the whole ectoplasm thing is another aspect that's uh, intriguing as well. I mean, uh, I I don't know what your what your thoughts on the ectoplasm thing. Well, I think that there, you know, we we know it is. But again, you know, my I'm going to put a little warning here. This is this is not all fun and games. That ectoplasm takes a great deal of energy and it affects the physical body extremely so one i think has to be a very trained medium even before they start working with that to you know the physical ectoplasm and, and stuff like that you know and of course we've seen the the photos from the uh last you know turn of the last century with all the fake photos which i thought would be great postcards to, to <laughs> send to someone like they hey wish you were here just just drop by to say hi uh, you know, things like that. Though, um, so I mean, it does happen. I've seen it, and um, you, you know, have seen physical ectoplasm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in a circle one time. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's. I mean, I know there, there, there isn't too many. Uh, other words, just people reporting it. There hasn't been any. I know the the SPR especially have a a sample of the uh, of ectoplasm, and there I think there is another one or two possible uh, samples around. But there's what happens wow. to the ectoplasm? Why is it gone? Why does it disappear? You know, those are all really good questions. You know, I don't have the answer to that, but I think that those and that's the beauty of what it is that we do because we're always you know searching for those answers and looking for more. Uh, clarification, you know, because the, especially working with paranormal, working within the occult and with all of this, we, it's very important to have education. You know, uh, if, if people can't educate themselves about any of this, then they shouldn't be doing it. 
because the education is what's going to protect them. So, uh, you know, I don't know, but that's the beauty of that. We're always searching for that answer. And someone, you know, one of your listeners may know they may have that experience. So that's the, the great thing about podcasts like this. It, it can get out to people who, you know, question and, or others who may have answers. But I want to step in. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that. What's my knowledge? She's been very quiet here. Well, no, because she knows more about this than I do, so I don't want to stick my foot in my mouth. But you have you have your own opinion, though. I mean, I do have opinions, and one of the opinions is that you know when you talk about ectoplasm, probably oh my god, I can't make a percent a percent mm, percent. Oh my god. Anyway. But See what happens when you hang around me? You can't talk. I know. Honest <laughs> to God, it happens. Um, but people, I think, in this generation don't even think about ectoplasm, don't know what it is. You know, and that's what she was saying about studying and learning. It's not that you jump in with both feet and it, it's right now going on. Think about the history. You always have to go back in the history. You need to find out these things. You know, anybody can pretend to be a medium some people um have the gift and and or think they do or whatever but they don't go back they're just taking themselves it's kind of an ego thing and sometimes and that's the that's the thing you know the trumpets they don't know what a trumpet is you know they'll think it's you know something you do it when you're playing taps or something so it, it's it's really important to know this and and she also says, um, you know, about learning every different thing. It, it's just, I don't know, people just get lazy now or something. They think they're good and they don't go to school. They don't learn. They've never done it before. But then they, you know, say, well, this is what I am. You know, it's kind of pissy. Okay. So you're, I mean, the the, the problem is it's, we we really can't define it, so we have difficulty in really discussing it in a way because uh, Victoria has given her opinions because that's the way she experienced life, the way she, she was uh, studied or, or so forth, and you're giving yours and, and, and your thoughts. But mm-hmm. none of that is really provable in any sense or uh, way at all. I mean, it's it, it, if you go on, I mean, it, it kills me. I go on, on some of these uh, spiritual websites uh, in different modalities, and, and they talk like, you know, quantum physicists and use a <laughs> bunch of words that absolutely makes no sense at all in, in any logical scientific world, but they use some words that they throw in just to make it sound right. It's like mm-hmm. a psychologist, almost psychologists do the same thing. They throw a bunch of mumble jumble words in there and do the, the same thing. And in a way is, is a dazzle with your words rather than a substance to the, the, the article itself. So, I mean, it's a difficult thing, but yet yeah. we still have to study it. I mean, the, the people is that's like, for instance, uh, uh, Hamilton, uh, who's from California, um, Canada, who you know has a whole wing divided to, at the University of uh, Manitoba, who was used to hold these seances and, and took photographs. They had a, a very scientific thing at the time, and and mm-hmm. prime ministers and and mayors and and Arthur Conan Doyle went there and all this, and these were photographs that were taken at a time and accepted. 
and and you look at them and and you know it's you realize that they're just not fo- more than photographs and in gauze and stuff like that so what is the proof how, how do we really get the proof well, again, like so, a lot of those photographs, I think they would just make a good postcard, you know, because they're all, the, I mean, you can tell they're fraudulent, you know. Yeah, but at the time, Victoria, they were accepted as, as, as oh, proof. That's true. That's true. So we have to look at the times. And that's the thing I, I think that's important is to, to look at the culture, what's going on, where it's going on, you know, and what do people you know need. And that was the turn of the last century. And, and usually, when, you know, at the turn of the century, there's a lot of stuff going on cosmically. I don't know how, well, I mean, I'm not an astrologer, so I don't know that for sure, but it just seems like that. But, you know, I, I agree with you because this is my take. I cannot convince anybody about any of this. All I can do is share my experience. And I know that what I've experienced is true. I mean, I, there's no way someone's going to tell me that what I've experienced didn't happen. So I think people have to experience things for themselves. And that's if they should, uh, you know, especially with any of this, to take anything at face value without, you know, questioning it or like, well, you know, why is it that like how you're doing all this investigation and research? You know, it would be very foolish. So, again, I don't. I don't try to prove it to anybody. I know what I experience. I share my experience. And, you know, and when I'm doing mediumship work, you know, they have to, to let me know if I'm right on. And here's the thing is, you know, every medium is a psychic, but not every psychic is a medium. So are we working in, are we working on that astral psychic level or are we working higher than that? Are we working with thought forms? You know, they don't even teach thought forms anymore. Right. You know, this haunting, this haunting isn't your Uncle Joe. It's the the entity thought form that you created out of the alcohol addiction or drug addiction or negative addiction, whatever. So there's so much. And, you know, I, I watch some things. I don't watch a lot on YouTube. I mean, I do. And I'm not a TikTok person. But I, I look at some of the stuff. I'm like, they haven't a clue. You know, there's so mm-hmm. much information out there that is just like it's it's like instant coffee it's instant witch it's instant medium it's instant psychic and you know it's like they're going to find out that there are danger zones within this that realm with all those realms so you, you need to know the territory you're walking in and here here's the thing there, i'll tell the story on her <laughs> i've got several but this is okay <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we were doing, for one of my books, it's like one of the Ghosts of Hollywood books, we were down on Hollywood Boulevard in a bank basement. And um, it's a very old, old building. I think it was built in the teens or 20s in the 1900s. Um, and we were down there, and there was this big vault. <laughs> I mean, this I've never been into a bank vault, but this was like humongous. And um, we were going to do a seance there. So everybody was sitting around and um, we had my friend's husband. He was there and he brought in a Ouija board that was from his grandmother. So it was kind of neat. But anyway, um, she was sitting there and talking and all of a sudden she started to say who was with us. There was somebody there. And that, that bank... Um, back in the day, 
they were doing laundering, money laundering and stuff or something. If I'm fix it, if I'm not saying the right thing, Vicky. But it was something like that. But you described, and this is what, you can't prove it, but boy, you know, this is whatever. Um, she described a man that was with us, and she said that he had um, uh, gray hair or black hair, really back, uh, greasy kind of guy, kind of creepy guy, and um, probably mafia, you know, and had something to do with this laundering. And so she just, she even gave us a name. And so, you know, because the story was going to go in the book, I had to check the next day. So, so we knew what she said he looked like, what his name was, but we weren't too sure, you know, maybe the mafia, whatever. So the next day, um, I went in to check. I not only found the person's name, um, I had a picture that was exactly what she said. And um, he was the uh, mafia, whatever, big shot in the 1940s in Hollywood. Okay, so there's nothing scientific, I mean, in doing, but but how can you, you know, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised because I know she's good. But, you know, how can people say that that didn't happen and, you know, it's just all BS? You know? say, it, say it didn't happen, but... I, let me ask Victoria this. Where did that information come from, Victoria? Well, you know, that's it, you know, because I'm reaching up on a higher level. It could have come from the astral level or did it, it came from the person that was there. You know, and uh, Marla, I don't mean, when you know me, we've worked together for a long time and did mm-hmm. you know, those books, but I, I won't remember anything. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. We read the books and like, what did I say? <laughs> Yeah, so because I'm in a different zone. So mm-hmm. where did that information come from? That's it. And yet, did it come from the astral ethers there, or was the guy actually there? And I think didn't you say that I described it? So I, I don't know. I mean, I can't remember the situation because it was a while ago. And again, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember anything that I'm going to to say or it, when I'm in that realm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think you could answer that question, Marla. What did I? What do you think? Well, I mean, I just think he was there because yeah. he's that idiot that followed me home, and it took oh. me a whole long time to get rid of this guy. Marla, Marla, Marla. Oh, he was that terrible. Was- he just attracted all these wonderful men. He, he was he okay. was scaring my animals, and that pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame right. you. That's when we were so, in Hollywood and Vine when we were doing all the, the other stuff, right? Hollywood yeah. Highland. Hi- yeah. Hi- yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, again, I I think you can answer that better than me because I can't remember. The, yeah. That. I just, yeah. So then it was him there, especially if he mm-hmm. followed you home. Yeah. Well, he followed all of us, but he stayed with me. And um, it was it was ugly, you know, and yeah. then. I I couldn't get rid of him, and, you know, the birds, you know how birds need to be in their cage and covered up at night, and they go to sleep? Right. Every time I turned out the light, Bentley started squawking and, like, trying to get out of his cage. I thought he was going to kill himself. So I had to take it off, and, and for the longest time, I had to sleep with the light on. Right. Because he saw that person. Yeah. And um, I got a hold of Tim Shaw because I didn't know what to do. I was trying. I mean, I'm, I'm doing the get the hell out of here kind of thing, but it didn't help. So you should have had Van Helsen's 
special blend. You would have been. I know. I know. (laughs) See, there you go. Anyway, carry on. (laughs) Yeah. No. So you know, bottom line, this this guy was an idiot. I mean, he was. He 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 was a wise guy. You know, and not being you know a wise guy is a wise guy, but he was a wise guy and that much. And Tim started laughing because he did some remote viewing. And he said, uh, you know, he's not go- He said, I'm not going to go anywhere. And, and I'm going to stay here. And then he started to crack up really bad. And he says, he's going through your underwear drawer. Ah. <laughs> really. Well, look there where we're go. at. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, on that special note, I think yes. we better take a break. Yeah, take a break. <laughs> yeah. Fan yourself off. Well, yeah. We'll uh, we'll talk about Marla's underwear when we come back. Uh, <laughs> anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Book of Shadows with Marla Brooks and Ron Kolick and our special guest, Victoria Gross, right here on TojiNet and where all fine podcasts go to die. Uh, we are brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 286 Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, the Glant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts. And our cost are very, very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. And if you haven't become a member, why the hell not? If you listen to the show, become a member. It's three bucks a month. It's like a cup of Dunkin's or Starbucks. I don't know what coffee costs nowadays, but... I'm sure it's around that anyways. And you have access to, I don't know, over 50 exclusive videos and things on there, including Ghost Chronicles and Magazine and some other crap that's on there as well. So anyways, uh, we, uh, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll have more about uh, Mala's underwear drawer or whatever. And uh, more conversation with Victoria Gross. Right. We'll be back on the, boy, did I drag that out. I still got 15 more <laughs> seconds. Wow. Oh, only seven now. So it's got Sing, now. sing. Make a song. I was thinking about it, but yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we do have to go. We'll be right back. <laughs> Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Located in Illinois, there lies a sleepy little town where nothing is a common occurrence. You going to that party in town tonight? Heck yeah! I only turned 18 once. That is until the night of celebration. Where the hell is she? Oh no. No, 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 Jessica! 
from the creators of Shadowhunters. Bite me. Comes a tale of primal terror. Grind called mayhem. Shadowhunters. Kill, Jessica. Kill. <laughs> Harry Price, I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Parax Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. And we are back. You have been listening to Ghost Chronicles, Book of Shadows with Myla Brooks and Ron Kolick right here on Tojanet and special guest, Victoria Gross. Before the break, we were talking about Myla's underwear. <laughs> now we can continue with that story. Um, well, it's not. Don't ever that say I that saw. to me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'll live that down. Um, oh, 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 wait a minute. I got to interject. We had a, we had a guest from Australia on the International Show, and she was a ghost hunter, and she did ghost hunting in lingerie at a men's prison. Really? <laughs> yeah, she used herself as a trigger object. That, that was something. There you go. Um, <laughs> I made it, I made it describe what she wore. So. You know what? It never ceases to amaze me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Everybody oh, has is it wrong? Is it wrong? <laughs> we don't That's, know it's until we try it. <laughs> it's never wrong if it's right in your own mind. However, there you go. other right, people... Back to, yep, yeah. to uh, Bala's underwear. I mean, no, I, I finally got rid of him. Um, but the, the strange thing was... Wait, no, how did I, you get rid of him? You just can't let us say, I got rid of him. <laughs> well, you it call wasn't... A, call a Uber or something? No, I, you know, I really did a really... Thing that everybody else should do, and it's easy to do, and it. I didn't think it would work, but every so often, the house felt like he was gone, mm-hmm. and the atmosphere was okay. The bird was happy. The dogs were singing. You know, whatever. And so when he went, when it, when it went like that, I put salt all over the door, the windows, you know, all the corners, yeah. just oh, you know, yeah. whatever. And um, my desk was facing the back door. 
and in my office and there was a window that you could see who was on the step sort of and when i did that all of a sudden i saw an arm and a shirt you know like those old-fashioned shirts that men wore the, the short kind of up above the elbow but you know button down ones those kind of ones from that era and it was bright blue and all i saw was the arm there and then i saw okay Vicky knows this, but you can't get in the backyard. There's a gate and there's, you know, no way that somebody could have got in there. It was locked. So I'm, I'm looking at this arm and I'm thinking, geez, whatever the hell. And then it started pounding, banging, like, let me in, let me in, let me in. Could you hear it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, uh, and finally he went away and he didn't come back. Thank goodness. But that, you know, you, People say, you know, oh, you got to go to this and do this and, you know, get on your knees and genuflect and do all that stuff. All you have to do is a little salt works wonders. And and I think, too, Marla, it's important for people to know that you lived really close to there at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, because that whole Hollywood area was just um, very transient with everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, transients, okay, another Vicky story real quick. We were doing a, in a, um, at the Hollywood Wax Museum, we were doing a thing. And we got, there was this, oh my God, it was the Last Supper with all the wax figures there. I mean, it was kind oh, of yeah. weird to be yep. doing that anyway. But so we're going in and we're looking at the, the wax figures and the, the table and, and, People would throw coins at it, and poor Jesus's head got dinged with too many <laughs> coins. I mean, it was I terrible. It yeah, it, it was really funny in a sense, but you know. So all of a sudden, Vicky starts walking around, kind of in circles, you know, back and forth. She's pacing back and forth, mm-hmm. and I'm looking and I think, what the hell? <laughs> you know, it, it just happened, and I said, hey are you okay? And she said, um, my name is so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, so she's talking to somebody now. She knows somebody. And it was a, a woman, a, a girl, because talk about transient, Hollywood is very transient, especially Hollywood Boulevard and stuff. And apparently this woman, I don't remember what had this girl happened but she was stuck she not necessarily in the museum but she was there because you know it's like a magnet you know there's Vicky she can help me whatever um and it took a while and Vicky got some information but not very much you know she was I forget how old she was but she was like a teenager and you know the runaways like on Hollywood Boulevard and so Vicky called for the police ghost police to come and help um to get this woman this kid to cross over so um vicky got calmed down a little bit and was talking and all of a sudden she says her grandmother is there and and the spirit the girl ran into her grandmother and and that was it all gone yeah you know marla it was such a great experience to do those three uh, ghosts of hollywood books with you because of the history and uh you know the history of that whole area and everything so i thank you for that and those were uh, excellent so 
I think people who are interested in that should get your book. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was it was just I don't know. We we did a lot of things, and yeah. you know, Hollywood doesn't have a great deal of history like in Europe, but it had a lot of stuff. Um, there was one other thing we did. It was a, a bar and restaurant, and there was a stage out in the back, and. Vicky saw a man standing on that stage, a spirit, and so she was kind of talking to him. And he, it was some guy that wanted that came to Hollywood that wanted to make it big, and he never did. And so he's up on this outdoor stage where the people can sit out and have drinks and everything, and he couldn't be seen, and he was really frustrated. And um, she crossed him over too, you know, that was good. But they had an, an alleyway, an indoor kind of an alleyway. And I was walking down there, and I only got to a certain point, and I couldn't take another step. It was just, you know, how your feelings say, don't go anywhere, don't do anything. And so, of course, I stopped, and I'm looking around, and I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm not going. So I called her, you know, she was in the other part of the room, or the uh, bar, and it was this really nasty spirit, and I think... Vicki, I don't think you could get too close either, but you said he was, like, um, digging in the trash can, or or I think, okay, here, I think you said he took a piss <laughs> right there in front of you, or something like we're, that. We're, we're, we're so blunt, aren't we? <laughs> I know, well, I couldn't think of any other way to put it, I mean, you know. And I probably said it that way, too, I said, well, <laughs> We're so cool. Yeah. 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 Those were, you know, like all investigations. I mean, they're very interesting. And again, we don't have the history here in California as the East Coast or Europe. So whatever, you know, our history just goes back, you know, 300 years. But mm. compared to the East Coast, you know, yeah. it's not that old. So it's really wonderful when we can, you know, do the research to, to find out after the fact. And, and that's what, you know. Every medium that I know, and yourself included, Marla, you know, we don't want to know anything about the place, mm-hmm. you know, and because we need to get our information yeah. pure. Yeah, and we didn't know. And, you know, yeah. and, and let's throw in this, the witchy part of this, because um, I met her through her, I guess you were dating Barry at the time or something. Right. And I got a hold of Barry because he was a videographer and I thought maybe he could help with the books. And then he said, you know, his girlfriend is a medium and can we come, you know, can she come with us? Yeah, sure. Um, but it, see, witches don't necessarily have a code to each other, you know, I mean, one to the other. But was it was. Handshake. Yeah, really. Like, a, like the um, or maybe like Masons, you know, whatever that thing that they do. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, so I didn't know anything about Vicki, you know, I mean, we were, it was maybe two or three investigations in, um, I think it was probably at the Ricardo Montalban Theater or something like that. And, you know, Vicki did something at the Hollywood, at the Wax Museum that made me think that, okay, she's, she's a witch because she, she did this banishing ritual um, before we had to step in a certain area and I thought ah okay yeah she must be a witch but you don't say it somehow and I don't even know how we both came out of the closet at the same time and admitted it but you know witches don't always get 
and and wanted well some of them are afraid you know you don't want to be in competition with them or something but i don't i i don't know if you ask me or i ask you but you know yeah. at that point then hmm? I think I, I don't know how that came about, but I think it just evolved that we're like, oh yeah, okay, that's we're we're good, we're cool, we're on. The yeah, and it was page. no big deal anyway, you know. But oh. yeah, yeah, and you know that's the the thing is, and and uh, you know everybody is really different, and they have to follow their own uh, their own guidance on this. But I, except for podcasts, uh, I stay pretty low key, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and uh, I mean I don't go around you know, telling people, people are going to know by the way I talk, uh, just some of the words I use, or, you know, and I don't have a lot of jewelry on. And, and that's nothing wrong with doing that. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's so funny because I met some, met this young girl the other day uh, at work and she was doing something. She needed a ring for her photo shoot. And I said, oh, what's it about? She goes, tarot. And I said, oh, I've been doing tarot for much longer than you've been alive. And she just looked at me and she's like, you? I'm like, yeah, you know, we do look regular, some of us, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so it was really funny, so I just, I loved it, but um, yeah, I mean, we didn't really, because we didn't know each other, you had just contacted Barry, and then mm-hmm. it just evolved from there. Yeah, so, uh, but it was interesting. All right, so here's here's one more thing, and then I'll let you All talk All right, because I have an important question from Steve, so. Oh, okay. We'll do that then. First. No, no, no. Let's hear this one more thing. No, I'm, I'm tattling. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the story that when I started stirring the cauldron, Vicky was my first guest ever. Wow. And it went really well for a while. We, but you know, I was on the computer, she was on the phone, so she was walking up and down the driveway I guess because we couldn't like talk over each other and um, she came in the house at one point towards the end of the show and um, she didn't see the ottoman on the floor and she tripped over it (laughs) and we could not stop laughing and it was a good thing it was like the last two or three minutes of the show I could hardly finish it but you know I was going to say that memory is always sketched in my head. And I was thinking earlier before the break, I'm like, gosh, Marla and I are doing pretty good on this one. (laughs) (laughs) We're both sitting down and, you know, we're we're kind of safe. Yeah. 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 But that, so it was, you know, my very first show and it started with a bang and (laughs) and ended with a laugh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Vicki, if somebody wants to find out more information about you, how can they? Well, you know, I have a Facebook, uh, Gateway to the Unknown. I'm not heavy social media, but they can go there or my regular Facebook just with my name. I'm here in Southern California, uh, the Los Angeles area. Or, you know, they can look me up, just type my name in Psychic, and there's a lot that does come up. Um, so, or, or you know, um I think my phone number's out there and everything. So again, probably the best way is uh, Gateway to the Unknown Facebook. Gateway to the Unknown. But I, I don't post a lot, but I do check daily to see if there's messages. I'm just not a heavy um, social media. Mar- Marla knows this. She's always trying to get me to to get a little bit heavier in that. But I mm-hmm. just, oh my gosh, you know, doesn't work. Just, 
Yeah, doing Skype was traumatic. <laughs> yeah, I was ready to throw a bucket of water on her and have I her know, melt. I know, I uh. know. <laughs> then I would have melted and wouldn't have been able to do the show. Oh, but I could have brought you back. I have a spell for that. I'm sure you have a spell for everything. Just about. So anyways, on the international show, we were we answered some questions, but we had a, a couple of our own, and we, we mm-hmm. couldn't really find out any really good information on the inter uh, liability thing and so we decided to ask you and victoria when you uh when i did the show one of them was uh well let me start with the easy one first and that is of course uh saint germain and the violet flame do either one of you know anything about that Mm-mm. I don't. well that was from uh elizabeth claire prophet the saint germain and the violet flame she really did a, a lot of research into that and he's also uh, in the I Am Discourses, their series of, of green books. I think you can still get them. Um, you can get, still get anything. I say, I, I say on Amazon, you can, you know, be born and die and even reach the spirit world on Amazon. If anything's on Amazon. But <laughs> St. Germain uh, in the Violet Flame, Elizabeth Clare Prophet. Uh, she's she's passed away now, um, but she did a lot of work on him. And again, people can check the I am discourses or green books. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who they. I don't have that book in front of me. There's a series of books. Uh, I don't have the books in front of me, so I, okay. I can't call the author. But yeah, no if problem. you look up Elizabeth Clear Prophet, you'll find everything on Saint Germain. Okay, because yeah, I yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, so let that one go. And uh, the other thing we was talking about, what he had one of our listeners calling, and I mean, wrote in and asked us about the relationship between spirits and water. Well, water is a psychic conductor. That's I've always been taught that it's a psychic conductor. And so now there's a lot of theories that people say, oh, they can't cross over uh, water. Uh, I think it just accentuates the... Um, the psychic energy, I think that they can cross over water. Um, you know, so there's a lot of different teachings on that, but it has been my training from my teachers that water is a psychic conductor. In fact, the first reading I ever had was from a spiritualist minister, and she always had, whenever she did a reading, she always put a glass of water on her table, and I do that to this day. Uh, but yeah, so it's a psychic conductor, and that's why people who live close to the water a lot of times, um, you know, there's a lot of heavy drinking. I mean, I was down in the Florida Keys for a long time. Um, my parents lived down there, and so you know, you got water everywhere, and there's a lot of alcohol down there. So it is a psychic conductor. About Mala, your thoughts? I don't have any about that. Um. <laughs> No, I really don't. I, I'm, okay. yeah. It's, it's, you know, that's, that's interesting because I know that's one of the, the, uh, the, the thoughts that, that water was a, uh, energy conduit. But, uh, there's also throughout history and it, and it predates most of the thoughts about water being a conductor as more as, as a water being a, 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 a uh, an instrument to, uh, trap spirits. Uh, you know, there, there are towns like in Massachusetts, like Concord, for instance, they have a North and South burial ground, uh, a cemetery. And it's not that they, 
one was smaller or they needed more room or whatever. It's just that they had a stream running through the town and it was believed that if you took a uh, body of the sea silvery uh, running water, that the spirit would be trapped in the water and mm -hmm. uh, would be stuck there. Yeah. Uh, in Welsh, uh, in England and in Europe, it's believed that they had these uh, gentlemen who were actually ghost catchers and, and that what they would do is uh, they would trap spirits in jars of running water and then throw them, uh, and, excuse me, jars of water and then throw them off a bridge into, uh, or put them under the bridge or throw them off the bridge into running water. And as long as the water was running, then the spirit would be trapped in the, uh, the jars and they wouldn't, uh, bother anyone or anything so a lot of times the spirit yeah but there and even we go all the way back to like you know aborigines and you, you know if you saw your your that's why they wouldn't look into water because mm -hmm. if they saw their image they believed their souls would be trapped in the water so yeah. we have both aspects of that so we were just trying to you know figure out the relationship uh uh, well, I think I, I love all the different cultures and, and what they think about water with the spirit. And that's the fascinating thing. And, and this is my position I try to take is like I said, that was my teaching. I, um, I'm not one to say that's the only way it is. I mean, because we have this rich richness of different cultures and what the belief systems are. I think by staying open minded and realize that there's so many cultures going way back that water had something to do with spirit. So it's kind of interesting how, you know, mm -hmm. where it comes from and all of that. So that's fascinating. Thank you for that, Ron. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, even, uh, you know, there are, there are many, uh, I believe that, let me see, is, is it, uh, what's that one in Chicago where the, the, the devil's uh, son or something or child was within a house? Oh, what was Mala, do you know how that haunting? Oh, the famous yeah. One? yeah um, oh, darn. But they mm. they kept it trapped in the attic. And what they did is they, they would put pans of water on the stairs so that. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Could cross it. Yeah. And, and I, I, I found a, an article on, by an anthropologist who uh, believed that some of these beliefs came from. Uh, actually hunting dogs because hunting dogs would chase their prey but if their prey went through water they couldn't trace trace them so oh, they, yeah. they had, and that's because their scent so they they associated the, the scent as being a part of the soul and therefore they, they figured that the, the soul was trapped in the water and yeah. but the, it's it's interesting because yeah. yes. like you said you don't know but it's it's all thoughts a lot of it is how we are grown up culturally and environmentally and uh, how we uh, are taught things. But I, I yeah, just wanted to know your thoughts. Yeah, no, I think it's interesting. That's why I think it's important. You know, I try to be this for myself is not to say this is the way it is. You know, it's like this mm -hmm. because there's just too many different belief systems. There's too many different people. There's too many different spirits. You know, it's not all black and white there's a lot of gray area there's a lot of coloring in this so yeah yeah it's better to live in the gray it's more fun and there's more yeah. possibilities 50 oh, shades right. mm -hmm. yeah. 50 shades <laughs> well <laughs> that too yeah. 
So anyways, uh, we are coming towards the end of the show. And uh, do you have anything coming up, um, Victoria? Did you yes, like to tell us uh, about? Well, we have Case Files Unknown. Uh, it was a show that I worked on back in 2015 on Destination America. And uh, it's going to be coming to Prime Video in the next couple months. So people want to... What's the name of it again, Victoria? I'm sorry. Case Files Unknown. We okay, have yeah. three seg- segments of... Uh, the late Roger Lear was talking about alien implants and then another woman uh, with colors coming out of her while she filmed when she was sleeping. And then the other stories out of Minnesota, I think from 1984, 87, it's uh, where a police officer on, when he took the picture of the um, accident, he uh, actually got a picture of the spirit leaving the, the scene or the, leaving the car. And he's like, he's yelling. And that's on Case Files Unknown, which is a Facebook. And that's, you can reach me through there, too. That's with Barry Conrad is the creator, producer, writer of that. And I was the story segment producer. So we have that. And then there's a couple other shows that will be in in the mix. But that should be coming to um, Amazon Prime Prime in the next couple months. And then I am the author of uh, Ghost of Orange County. That's about the hauntings in Orange County here. Oh, done. Orange we didn't County even get to talk County. about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, next time. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll have it yeah, again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you. you know, a lot of our listeners are East Coast or Middle West. And, you know, we don't we don't know too much about the, the West Coast there, you know, other than, you know, the famous ones. That's about Shame it. Shame on so. you, all of you. Oh, that's well, true. yeah, but, I tell you, Marla and Marla has a. Uh, Hollywood, I have Orange County. Yeah, there's a lot. We got going it covered. <laughs> yeah, we got it covered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've had Mahler around a couple of times before we became friends. <laughs> well, if we are yeah. friends, I'm not even sure now. But that's. Oh, gee, I thought we were more than friends, buddies. Oh, are we lovers? Is that what it is? No, no, <laughs> no, because I love Saint Jane, Saint Jan, Saint yeah, yeah, Jan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only because yeah. she gave you a recipe. <laughs> you know, it's really good. And no, I've always, I've always liked her because she puts up with you, and she has to be the saintly person that she is. And I like saints. You know, the people gave her that name. I, I have no idea why, but. Uh, oh no, of course not. Yeah, like most, <laughs> most of my, uh, yeah, friends uh, call it that. I, I really don't understand it, but. What do I know? I'll just explain it to you sometime. I'm just a man anyway, so what do I know? Uh, well, I thank both of you for inviting me on the show. It's been wonderful. And Marla, we, we didn't blow it. We didn't laugh the whole time. And I sat no. down and I'm safe. You were safe. And I'm thank mm-hmm. you so much. You know, I oh. really appreciate the time. Well, thank you. It's been good to speak to you. Like I said, you just came to mind several times. I don't know why. And uh, it's funny you say you don't post on Facebook, but some couple of your posts have popped up in my feed and I was like, oh, you know what? Why don't I keep seeing her? Why don't we have her on the show? That's what I asked Marla about. We got to go. We got 15 seconds. Anyways, (laughs) good night, everyone. Uh, Thanks for listening to Ghost Chronicles Book of Shadows and tune in next week. It'll be Ghost Chronicles, the original with uh, Maureen Wood and myself. So, um, Mala, thank you so much. Victoria, thank you so much. Good night, everyone. God bless. And if I don't see you, have a Merry Christmas. Good night, everybody. Thank Thank you.
from goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord. <laughs> 